This is our number two of the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. This is the program that is broadcast each and every Sunday evening on 24 different radio stations across this formerly great nation of ours. We review the news of the week and the events of our often bizarre lives, and we do so in a way that is entertaining, informative, and unique. We started off uh, this uh, program with a report out of uh, New York City in JFK Airport where Terminal 8 there was being evacuated because of a report of a potentially active shooter after shots have been fired. Uh, Leah, I'm going totally blind here, only based on Twitter, and my gut tells me that this might be a false alarm. Okay, here's the latest. Uh, They are still evacuating the terminal. Uh, The Port Authority police got all kinds of reports of shots fired in Terminal 8. They're also evacuating Terminal 1 because there were additional reports of shots fired. They've shut down an expressway. So far, they've not been able to confirm whether any shots were actually fired. Well, that's my point. I think that this point, you this has happened well over an hour ago. I think you'd be able to confirm whether or not shots were fired. You'd know whether or not there were any injuries. There's no reports of any injuries. No. Um, there's no... They're holding inbound flights now. Well... And I understand you're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, but there's no question this is causing massive chaos. Yes. Uh, for for not just that airport, but I'm sure it's got a domino effect, you know, throughout the Northeast now. And my, I'm just saying, my gut tells me this is going to be nothing major. I don't know what it is, but it, either it was a misunderstanding or. Who knows? But right, uh, there would be video. There would be something, something, something on Twitter. At this point, that's what I'm. I'm going. I'm basing my analysis on the absence of evidence. Where right. in this day and age, if something really big had happened, there'd be no keeping a lid on it. At this point, uh, right, there, there, we would have more evidence of it. And you know, judging on Twitter, it's not even the top trending item. Not even close on Twitter. Uh, so, and as you, I, I know you indicated in the last hour, none of the news networks are live. Mm-mm. Uh, so, and it is a Sunday night, which might be part of that, but anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. But my, my gut's telling me that this was uh, much ado about nothing. Now, uh, getting back to our weekly look at the race for the white house, 2016 and Donald Trump's never ending attempts to try to step on uh, his own attempts to, to, or theoretical attempts to focus the race where it should be on Hillary Clinton and revelations about her and how corrupt she is and the Clinton Foundation and everything else that should be keeping her out of the White House. Mm-hmm. Instead, the focus, as I predicted it would be, would be on stupid things that Donald Trump has said. Just to review, the, the biggest one that occurred this week had to do with the Second Amendment and the issue of judges and Hillary's picks should she win the election. And just to review, here's what a very short snippet of what Trump said about that. The extended version. Here we go. Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish the Second Amendment. By the way, and if she gets to pick, if she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. But okay. All right. So that gives you the, the full context or most of the context. Uh, I think he goes on to say something along the lines that would be a very bad day, something like that. Uh, which, but here's the part that there's two parts of this that bother me. The part, the first is I don't believe, for the record, that Donald Trump was 
specifically threatening or hoping that someone else would take it as a threat to kill Hillary Clinton or one of these judges uh, if and when that happens. I don't believe that. However, you have to be insane, I think, or, or stupid, or some combination of the two, or be part of the Trump campaign, to believe that he wasn't joking about doing that. Because That's there's, right. There's, you agree with me on that, right, Leah? Yes. No, there's totally a joke about it, uh, and this is a problem with him. Okay, you know, but, he, okay, go ahead. It's a joke. It's a joke, but he's joking about killing a presidential candidate, if not the president, because right. she's already chosen. And let's be very clear as to why we know this. We know this because he's referring to what happens after she's elected. Now, the second part that bothers me, it's not just a completely inappropriate joke, and that is as unpresidential a joke as you could possibly even think to make, uh, referring to a potential assassination of a president or judges or both. But the second part that really bugs me is this Orwellian, the truth doesn't matter, we're going to pretend about, we create our own reality, lies, where Trump claims... No, 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 no. He's talking about voters, the, the, the yeah. voter power. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second here. You're not yeah. talking about voters because you already after. Right. You already elected her. You can't you can't now claim that. No, 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 no. I was just saying we need to make sure people go to the polls and vote to make sure she doesn't become president so that this doesn't happen. That's not what you said. We all saw it for ourselves. Stop telling us that our eyes and our ears are lying to us. Right. You're the one lying. And not just, by the way, it's one thing to, to lie. See, Hillary is a liar. But in some, in some ways, Hillary's lies are less offensive to me. Because it's almost like there's at least a reason for them. She's trying to oh, hide. She's, hold on a second. She's trying to hide malfeasance. Okay. Trump is lying in, in because he'd said something stupid. No, There's your reason. No, no, no. He's trying to pretend that what we have seen and saw and heard didn't actually happen. And yeah. that, and, and so the reality is he was referring to what happens after the election. And by the way, part of this uh, this whole thing that drives me crazy is if you follow the Trump logic and the, and, and the Trump campaign contradicted itself too by the way at times they were saying this is a joke and at times they were saying no 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 this isn't what we were referring to second amendment people taking it on their own to make sure that the hillary doesn't get a chance to pick her judges or that these judges somehow uh, are stopped before they they get uh, on the bench no 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 so that right there you know is a lie when you start telling two totally different stories but the other part of this that i think got lost lee and i wrote a column for mediate uh, which was in large part about this, is, okay, let's pretend that Trump is somehow telling the truth, right? Let's pretend that, that somehow it's possible to stop Hillary after she's elected. Let's say the NRA does some ads, you know, targeting some key senators in swing states after the election to make sure that they don't vote for whatever anti-Second Amendment judge she proposes. And, and that's somehow going to stop the process. That's completely it's just flat out ridiculous that's not true it's not possible but let's but if that's your story and by the way that was the story for the from the Trump camp trump campaign if that's your story you've just destroyed any reason for me to vote for you because the whole purpose of black to stop her from doing it well if you can stop her from doing it after she's elected president then what's the big deal thank you leah <laughs>
Thank you. See, I understand. I'm listening. Thank you. That's exactly right. That is that emotional blackmail is about the only effective method for me to consider voting for and supporting Donald Trump as if it makes a damn bit of difference what the hell I do. My my wife and my co-host are both voting for him. So I, I'm voting I, against her. Okay, whatever. But I have no influence. I'm fully aware of my lack of influence. But just for the academic discussion of, you know, if I was ever going to support him, this would be the issue. If, yeah, if, but, but you know, once she's in there, there's no stopping it. But, I, I understand that, but he's telling me there is. So, oh, yeah, but no, no, no. So wait a minute. Hold on, on a second. I'm supposed, to cover I'm supposed to ignore his lie to cover up a <laughs> yeah, bad joke? Yeah, You so, know what? You're ignoring all of Hillary's lies. I'm They're not, not offensive to you. No, that's not <laughs> what I said. That's not what I said. I just I prefer a one-dimensional liar to an eight-dimensional liar. Well, uh, you know. And, and, and to me. Uh, this lie is less hurtful. I don't know because then lying no, over the fact that no, you sold out our country no, well, hold on. by I, your server hold on a in your basement. I, I I think you're going a little far there, but the, the point here what? is the the point here is that with regard to Donald Trump, if he was pre- can you imagine this guy being president making jokes about Second Amendment people taking out his political opponents? Come on, you can't have that. Not Listen, to mention- Barack Obama has said some horrific things. Um, Look at the state of the country, uh, and he got away with it. We all know why he got away with it. Uh, all right. Leah, you know, he has said very offensive Leah, things. I don't believe he's ever um, threatened well, we'll have Governor Pence uh, the in there Second Amendment also. people to go kill his political opponents. Um, but, but look, if you think that that, you, that Trump is going to get away with the same things Obama got away with, you're, you're delusional. No, I don't. Uh, I don't believe so. But it's not. But it's not unprecedented to have a president say very horrific things. Trump. That's all I'm Trump saying. is just not presidential. He's just not presidential timber or material. Here's the one we have uh, now. I. I uh, he can it, give a good speech. That's uh, it. I. I. I, I, Look at I, our country. I, you I, like I, Obama? You're I, an Obama fan? Uh, no, I never said that. I made a movie called Media Malpractice, How Obama Got Elected. And right. I, okay, but the reality is, uh, if you gave me a choice, and I know this is going to piss off a lot of people, oh. but I'm, I'm sorry. <sighs> if you gave me a choice, whether or not Donald Trump or Barack Obama would, would be president for the next four years, I'd have to think long and hard about that. That's how unqualified Donald Trump is. Uh, and at least Obama knows, you know, the basics of the job. And I that's I right. And let so, ISIS grow out of hand. I, open up the borders. I get it. Leah, slam us all Leah, with refugees. Leah, Are you kidding? Leah, Leah, shut up. I, I'm not defending Barack Whoa. Obama. I'm not Did defending. Did you guys hear that? I'm not defending Barack. Stop with this bull crap. I'm so sick and freaking tired of every time I criticize Donald Trump for not being presidential, that somehow that's an endorsement of Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama. It's not. You're talking about somebody who is uniquely unqualified to be president in Donald Trump. Obama is horrible in so many ways. Hillary will be just as horrible, maybe worse, who knows, hopefully better in some other ways. The reality is they're at least flipping qualified. Trump doesn't even reach that threshold. He's and not right psychologically. There is our problem because I don't believe Hillary Clinton is qualified. She's never been successful at anything. Uh, but she just because she's been there 
it doesn't make any difference. So that's our issue All right. down at the bottom of the line. Fair enough. Oh, we got to take a break. You're listening to The John Lane Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And before we uh, move on to other episodes where Donald Trump stepped in it, uh, let's talk about one where John Ziegler did. I should not have told you to shut up last segment, Leah. Thank I, you. I apologize for that. Uh, but uh, try not to accuse me of supporting Don, uh, Barack Obama either. So uh, that, that would be but helpful. But you just said that you would vote for him No, I didn't say Donald that. Trump. I said it would be a tough call if it was to be for me to decide who would be the next president, Obama or Trump. See, So the, you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm saying. What I'm saying, you see, the fundamental— oh, I heard there's a chance. The fundamental problem— that that most people who listen to talk radio have in understanding my position on Donald Trump is that I don't see him as remotely conservative, Republican, or anything other than a liberal con man. So to me, when I look at Hillary or Obama, I don't see philosophically anything that's much worse than what I believe we would get if Donald Trump was president, only they're at least somewhat professional and know the basics of the job. So, oh my God! Okay, so, but see now, and I understand that. But you have to remember that people that don't feel like you realize that Donald, that Hillary Clinton is going to be surrounded by the most liberal, progressive, trying uh-huh. to destroy the country people, yeah. while Jeff Sessions, Governor Pence, uh, listen, it is what? it's something based on what based, based on, on the on fact what? that. Based on the fact that Jeff Sessions is in charge of his so, foreign affairs, you know, he's not going to give a Governor crap. Pence will if, be his vice he, president. If he got, you think that Donald Trump, of anybody, is going to give? If he got elected, is going to give a rat's ass what Jeff Sessions or Mike Pence or anybody? He doesn't care about what anybody tells him. That's what the entire problem with his campaign is that he won't listen to anybody. Well, so, at least the anybody's will be conservative. No, you, you don't know that. His daughter held a fundraiser for Cory Booker at her home in 2013. His wife plagiarized a speech from Michelle Obama, a woman she says she admires. Well, who are these great conservatives that Donald Trump is going to be having around him and that he trusts and will listen to? Who? I there, There's... You are... Buying into a con man who has what? given you no indication he will betray you like he betrays everybody who is not in his self-interest. He's all about himself. Not to mention he's not going to get elected. That I mean, and I've been saying that for over a year, and everything I've said has come true. And no one likes to, no one cares. No one cares about the truth. All right, well, we got sidetracked. We'll get back on when we return on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network.
Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And uh, Leah, my, uh, my gut instincts when it comes to reading the tea leaves of the news media are pretty good, and it looks as if that has been proven one more time as the story that we've been intermittently referring to all night, which was the reports of gunfire at JFK Airport, which caused the evacuation of Terminal 8, has turned out apparently, based upon a preliminary investigation, to be a big misunderstanding. <laughs> that there were no shots fired. There's been no indication of any shots fired as of yet. They didn't uh, find any guns, no rounds of ammo, nothing. Not, there's been no report, no, no way to verify that shots were ever fired. It, it appears that all this began because someone called in saying that shots were fired. And that's all that it took to create massive chaos at JFK Airport in New York City. At least uh, they didn't stop all the inbound flights. I, oh, I, wait a minute. Yes, they did. I was like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, what? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, so, and this is what happens in this era in which we now live, especially in a big city like New York. All it takes is, you know, this could have just been one crank phone call and, and massive chaos ensues. And by the way, you know, on a fairly heavy, I'm sure, travel night, Sunday in, in, in Sunday August. Sunday night. A Sunday, a Sunday in August, and uh, so you know it, it's. I'm sure a lot of uh, incredible number of people were massively inconvenienced by this. Um, but anyway, so it looks as if our, our, my gut instinct was correct on that. So let's go back to Donald Trump continuing to give the media exactly what they want, which is a gaffe to take the attention away from Hillary Clinton and to focus it on him, who they clearly do not want to win. Uh, in a way that uh, is really only equaled by the treatment they gave Sarah Palin after her nomination as the Republican vice presidential nominee in 2008. I have referred to the media treatment of Donald Trump as the full Palin, uh, a term that got picked up by, among, among all other people, Rush Limbaugh. And I think that that has certainly borne out so far. But some of it has been very warranted. We already went through the Second Amendment people statement, which you and yeah. I effectively agreed on another statement that he made this week and continued to make even when given every opportunity to back off of it dealt with barack obama and the founding of isis let's hear that isis is honoring president obama he is the founder of isis he's the founder of isis yeah uh, now he, he said that he said that numerous times and uh in fact he was given the opportunity to back off of that statement, he was given an excuse uh, that it was not actually what he meant by Hugh Hewitt. And Hugh Hewitt is somebody who's held virtually every position on Donald Trump you could possibly have. Support, not support. He's going to win. He's not going to win. He's going to get crushed. We need to vote against him. We need to vote for him. Uh, and, and it was basically Hugh Hewitt interviewed Donald Trump and said, you didn't really mean he was the founder of ISIS because he was starting to get some media blowback for this. You meant that... You know, effectively, he helped uh, ISIS grow because he created the vacuum by by withdrawing out of Iraq too soon. And Trump said, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 I, I mean it. I mean it. He's the founder of ISIS. And then I guess that didn't go over so well. So then Trump says, well, I was being sarcastic. And then Trump says, no, well, but not that sarcastic. So. I don't know what, what all that is. I mean, and then Trump's complaining about the media actually paying attention to exactly what he's saying. 
Did you did you see that one? Trump is now complaining that get this, this is unprecedented. That the news media is actually listening to his exact words and reporting his exact words, and that this is outrageous. And I'm that's almost a not a direct quote, but it's a pretty good paraphrase. It's close enough of of what Trump has said. So obviously you did see it. Um, now look, I I can understand in this particular case the Hugh Hewitt position, which is that you're talking figuratively about Obama. Uh, founding ISIS. But the reality is that when that soundbite is played on the national newscasts or, you know, wherever people might pick up a fragment of news, the vast majority of people, vast majority, have no idea about the context, the nuance of this notion of, well, you know, there's a figurative uh, founding versus a literal founding and that here's the context for why it is that you, you could blame Obama for ISIS existence, and uh, so so that, none of that's going to work. All they're going to hear is crazy Donald Trump is claiming that uh, Barack Obama, who, by the way, he says isn't even a citizen of the United States and has said basically he was born in Kenya, even after he gave up his long-form birth certificate, now he's saying that he's a founder of ISIS. Well, how does that work politically? It doesn't. Politically, that turns off a lot of people who don't pay very much attention to the news, who don't think this through, who are going to see this through the prism of Donald Trump being a nut job who has said all sorts of crazy things about Barack Obama, as, as I already referenced, the whole birther thing. And this dive, this dovetails exactly with the birther thing. Because if, if you got to remember, Trump is a guy who says, for all intents and purposes, that Obama was born in Kenya that uh, he's sympathetic to Muslim extremists, uh, and oh, by the way, he founded ISIS. People are going to th- take that literally, and they're not going to vote for that person, especially when that's the president of the United States who has as high as a 53% approval rating right now. This is not an unpopular president. I hate to break this to you folks, but Barack Obama is actually fairly popular, especially when it comes to lame duck, late second term presidents. And that's going to be a major factor here. So this is a loser for Trump, especially in the way that he handled it. But he didn't stop there, Leah Brandon. No. He went further. Uh, He said a couple things about the nature of the election itself. He said, you know, uh, if I lose Pennsylvania, and we've talked about Pennsylvania numerous times. We're on in my old hometown of Philadelphia and in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And I've actually- I have this. By the way, you have the oh, let's let's hear what he had to say about Pennsylvania. <laughs> the only way we can lose, in my opinion, I really mean this, Pennsylvania, is if cheating goes on. <laughs> it's the only way, and I mean this. But, but we've talked about this. You and I have talked about that. No, it's, it, I laughed when I heard Trump say this because <laughs> because we we actually have this element covered from from literally head to toe because in my one two minute uh, conversation it wasn't a phone conversation it was a. Uh, face-to-face conversation that I ever had with Donald Trump backstage at the Today Show, we talked about Pennsylvania and how much he believes Pennsylvania loves him because of his uh, Twitter support for Joe Paterno and the whole so-called Penn State scandal thing, which was why I was there at the Today Show and why we had that conversation. And then Trump sent me a a letter, you know, very nice supportive letter because he doesn't do email uh, after that. And it was very obvious in retrospect to me that that was part of – his whole presidential strategy, which is he thinks everyone in Pennsylvania loves him. 
And he also, right, but it's more. It's about the bad machines, right, and you and I have talked right, about it. I was getting there. I was getting there. So, <laughs> so he thinks that demographically, and there's some logic to this, although, you know, this is like you know the metaphorical Charlie Brown having the the football taken away by Lucy, just he's about to kick it every single year, every four years. Pennsylvania looks like it could be ripe for a Republican presidential candidate to win it, and then it never ends up being all that close. Mm-hmm. And and the, and the reason why the news media always says Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is because of the demographics. And the demographics would appear on paper to be very favorable to a Donald Trump. Uh, you know, I've spent a lot of all way too much time in rural central Pennsylvania, which has been uh, very much, you know, James Carville famously referred to Pennsylvania as Alabama uh, with Pittsburgh and uh, Philadelphia in between. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And and so therefore, that's why everyone thinks, well, maybe it would go Republican, maybe it would go for someone like Trump. Well, as you as are, have already referenced, uh, there is the issue of Philadelphia. Now, I grew up in the Philadelphia suburbs. You know, Philadelphia has had a lot of uh, repu- a very long reputation for some potential voting shenanigans. However, in the last election, there were reports that and, and this is actually not just reports, this is factual, that there were several precincts in which Romney got zero votes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this, on the surface, that seems like it's impossible. How could you get zero votes? And it's really not that impossible, folks. These are black districts where Obama's winning 95% of the vote, and you got a situation where, you know, it's certainly within the statistical possibility that you might not get one vote for Romney. And by the way, if you were going to rig the machines, which there is zero evidence of, and not that I'm saying that such evidence, if it existed, wouldn't be somehow lost. Not or, sure they've looked. Right. Okay, fine. But there's just for the record, there's been no evidence of this. I, real, I realize we live in a post-truth, post-fact, post-evidence world, but I still like to see some evidence. There's been no evidence of this, not to mention that if you were going to rig to use Trump's favorite word about this election, if you're going to rig the voting machines, uh, you wouldn't do it to zero. Because zero is inherently easily disproven. Not only is it suspicious, <laughs> it's incredibly easy to disprove. Because all you need is one person to come forward and say, hello, I voted for Trump. So that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. That doesn't disqualify Democrats from doing it. But you, you at least have to be consistent. If they're going to be this these sinister criminal masterminds, they got to do things at least make some sense. By the way, well, though, the new Black Panthers or whoever they were, remember they wouldn't yeah, let the white standing people outside. in. Well, no, but no, they were standing there. They that's all they were doing was they were standing there. again. I, oh God, it's so frustrating living in a Drudge Report world where now I, I feel. Forget it. I'm, I'm not even going to go down this path because it's not going to go anywhere good. But the re- reality is, is this. Um, if the polls in Pennsylvania, which currently have Donald Trump down by at least 10 or 11 points, are remotely accurate, even close to being accurate, Philadelphia ain't going to matter. OK. And, and, and here's the most troubling part. you got a major presidential candidate saying that the voting is rigged, that it's going to be if we lose, it's because of cheating. And Sean Hannity is not just enabling him. Sean Hannity is promoting this narrative because he needs to find a way to get off the hook for having basically gotten Trump the nomination and now Hillary's going to be president in all likelihood. But that is incredibly dangerous, incredibly damaging because you got a presidential candidate 
destroying what's ever left of the people's trust in our election process. And by the way, it gets even worse than that, if possible, because there's a growing theory, and I can see this, Leah. Tell me what you think of this. Growing theory that what Trump's doing is not just laying the groundwork for why he lost. He's laying the groundwork for saying at the very end, you know what? Don't even bother voting. Yeah, this is all in the hat. It's all in the bag. It's all rigged. Don't even bother because that would give him the ultimate excuse and it would screw the Republican Party in the worst way possible because then they lose all the down ballot races as well if the Trumpsters not only don't come out for him, that they don't come out to vote at all. I don't know that that's going to happen, but that's a theory that I think makes at least a little bit of sense. We'll, we'll get some more thoughts on this when we come back. We're up against the break on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And with regard, Leah, to the many very weird and controversial uh, and damaging statements that Donald Trump made this week, one of which didn't get nearly as much attention because there were so many other things to talk about, uh, which I thought was very, very telling, was Donald Trump, who has been saying constantly, I will never let you down. Believe me. You know, that, yeah. that, that whole business. Believe me. Yeah, I will never yes. let you down. We're going to win big. You yeah. know, we're, we're going to win in a landslide. Uh, all that has suddenly lost his... You're going to get tired of winning. That's right. We're going to all be tired. We're winning so much, we're going to get tired of it. Remember that? Mr. Yes. Mr. Bravado has all of a sudden, and I'm paraphrasing, but this is a pretty good paraphrase, said in one interview this week, you know, if I lose... It's okay. I'm still rich. I have a great life. I'm going to go on a very long vacation. Yes. Uh, and and that, to me, um, was telling. One, because it shows that even he seems to see, see the handwriting on the wall. And it's also consistent, because I want to get your thoughts on this. What do you make of the, the theory that, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with, but it's I've seen some prominent commentators start to float, that in the end, Trump is going to basically wave the white flag and give up. Uh, because it will provide the ultimate excuse and also screw the Republican Party. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. That could be an Alex Jones thing. Are you kidding? <laughs> you Alex, Jones, are, Alex Jones is his biggest fan. What are you yeah, talking you about? You hate conspiracy theories, and that's a major that's conspiracy That's not a conspiracy theory. at all. That's Donald Trump acting like Donald Trump. Uh- how is that a conspiracy? <laughs> what? Uh, well, uh, you know, waving the white flag and looking down the road. Here, here's what I think. I think that Donald Trump, one of two things, either he cannot, st- he just can't swallow a win, <laughs> which really infuriates me, or he was working for her all along. Like we said at the hold beginning. On, hold on a second. You're mocking conspiracy theories, but you're saying what really happened is that he, his whole campaign was nothing but a ruse to help Hillary. Well, we said this at the very, we very, We joked very, about it. We, we've said, you No, know, no, no. We said this at the beginning that this could be one of these things, but we we're hoping it wasn't. Right. That's true. And But now, I even sent out a tweet this week when this came out about Hillary Clinton 
and the aid with the foundation, the pay to play. I said, watch it. Guaranteed Donald Trump is going to say something today to take the heat off of her. And what did he do? But but Leah, you're pre- I think you're giving him too much credit. He's not that smart. See, I, I, these Trump fans think that he's imbued with these magic powers all because they think he's super rich. He's not. And that's why he won't release his taxes. But if but he is trying to help her, doesn't it make sense? No, no, no. It's more likely is he just says stupid things because he's stupid. And because when he's without a teleprompter, he's naturally going to say crazy things. Now, look, is it po- I, I still do think it's possible that this whole thing began as a lark. I, I really do think that that's possible. Um, but at this point, I, I'm, I've stopped predicting you know, exactly what's going on in Donald Trump's head because I think anything is possible. Uh, but, mo- but but here's why it matters, okay? Here's the part that really bugs me from a human standpoint. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of the very few people that's ever mentioned this publicly that I've seen. And, and, and tell me what you think of this. Okay, if you're Donald Trump and you have pretended and bragged that you're going to self-fund your campaign, you're so rich, you're going to self-fund everything, even though that's a lie. You've, you've now, you're now sending out five, six emails a day, because I get them, to not rich people. I get the mailings. Okay, you're sending out all sorts of emails, all sorts of mailings, not to rich people. I'm not rich. You're not rich. The no. people that are on these email lists are not rich. Okay, these are these are salt of the earth, middle class people who really believe in the cause. Okay, you're sending out email after email begging for money, and here you're not self-funding, even though you're still pretending that you are. I saw him say it this week that he was pretending that he's still self-funding, and now you're saying, you know what? If I don't win, it's okay. I have a great life because I'm rich. Well, what a, what a slap in the face. What an insult to the to the older couple, say where you you are in Alabama, who are living on a fixed income, who scrape together a hundred, maybe two hundred dollars, because they really believe that their country is in jeopardy, because after all it is, and that you, Donald Trump, are the last chance to save it, and they send you that money, which by the way. You're not even spending for some very odd, mysterious, and I think potentially nefarious reason. There's no indication the Trump campaign's even spending all the millions that they raised last month. They had a really good month last month fundraising, finally, but there's no indication they're spending any of it. And here you are talking openly about, yeah, we lose, it's okay, I'm still rich. That pisses me off. That pisses me off for the the, the non-rich people who are taking hard-earned money money they probably don't even have, shouldn't be spending, and sending it to a guy who's still pretending to self-fund his campaign. Do you, do you yeah. understand why that pisses That's me off? That's not a good, well, uh, that is definitely not a good statement to make. I mean, I, you know, it's. I think it's just ego. That's all right. You don't want me. Hey, I'm still rich. Well, there's no question that that's the fallback position on, on anything when it comes to interpreting Donald Trump, is ego. Uh, there's no question it's ego, and he needs an excuse for why he's going to lose. And one of the other things that we saw in the news media this week, which a lot of people have caught on to, I've written about it extensively at Media. A lot of other people have come up with basically the same ideas. I'm not saying it's plagiarism, it's because it's the truth. The truth is the truth. A lot of people can figure it out. But some of Trump's biggest boosters, people like Joe Scarborough on MSNBC and Sean Hannity on Fox News Channel and on the radio and, and his partner in crime, Laura Ingram, they went out of their way this week, one in the case of Scarborough to separate himself from Trump, who he gave carte blanche to, basically handed the reins of his show over to during the primaries, praised him up the wazoo, got caught off camera 
you know, with Mika Brzezinski, his uh, co-host and maybe uh, Romantic Flame, kissing Trump's ass all over the place. And now all of a sudden Trump is the devil and a horrible person who should be nowhere near the presidency of the nuclear codes. Well, Hannity's gone in a completely different direction. And along with Laura Ingram, they're blaming the never Trumpsters, people like me, people who, because of principle, can't bring themselves to support a guy who I believe is a liberal Democrat con man for president. And now they're even saying we're immoral if we don't vote for Donald Trump. (laughs) We'll talk about this in hour number three coming up next on the John and Leah show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network.